0: guys, so this is me, Jonathan, the person who's doing the podcast. And I just wanted to say that I just hope that you will be encouraged with this recent episode. It's me and my friend uh, Nick Fernandez basically going off, off script. Like there's no script for it or anything. Just It's just basically an interview. So I hope you encourage. and then the basic theme of this whole story that we're, we're going through with his story and my story and kind of talk about it together. Is that Jesus changes everything? So I hope that you will be encouraged. And then, and I just wanted to tell you that uh, things are coming for the channel and things are coming really soon. So uh, just check it out when it comes out and don't forget to build people up. All right, we're ready to go. We're ready.
1: Make sure it goes live first. We're, we're, we're live. Yeah. We're live. We are alive. We are live. We are laugh. We are laugh. We all laugh. Oh, how are you doing today, sir?
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing alright. How about you?
1: I'm doing pretty I'm doing pretty good. Uh so what exact what, what exact where exactly am I right now? What am I on right now? I'm not exactly where am I? Uh well,
0: you're in my house. <laughs> oh yeah. <okay. laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: you're in my house. This is a really simplified podcast um for right now but i just uh want to welcome everybody to build people a podcast today uh i'm your host named jonathan Buten, and i'm with uh, an interview today uh nick fernandez he is one of my best friends out here in Washington and <laughs> 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 and um, yeah so I've been trying to get him to come on for the longest time. We were gonna do it last week but then yeah. something came up with his family. Yeah I got a little <laughs> crazy over there <laughs> and all that, which is which is all good, but it it, it turned out great. So here we are today. Absolutely. And, um so what, what's like Kind of explain to everybody like how we met and all that. You you, you kind of want to start yeah, out with that. Yeah, that's probably think... a
1: good place to start. Yeah. So we met. Uh, we met at basketball tryouts for Lake Stevens. Uh, I was, I've been playing for about two, three years at that point. Um, and I remember showing up to tryouts and there was this kid, Jonathan back, <laughs> he was there and I didn't really notice him that much. And then we got into endurance training. Now, let me tell you about this endurance trainer that we have. Um, his name is Austin or used to work he used to work for, for Lake Stevens and this dude would, he would, his goal was to make you puke. That was his goal at all times uh, he, 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 it was his goal to try to break us apart Yeah, yeah. he couldn't break me no 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 he couldn't so we went and we were doing we had to do what was it three down and backs right yeah i think it was three down and and backs backs. exhausting yeah we had to do three down and backs i think we did like i swear we did like 12 sets of them but it was only because certain people couldn't make it and we were all pretty much making it the people who consistently made it were so fed up me being one of the ones who would get there like second jonathan was pretty close behind me and we we were like it was probably our like sixth that we hadn't made and he Jonathan was sitting there and I'm just chilling I'm like so ready to give up and Jonathan's like no we're not gonna give up right now you guys all ready to do this? We're not going to give up right now. Let's go. Let's go. And everybody was like, what is this kid doing? Like, what? Did, what? And I'm just like, and me, because I was like the only other one who, who used to do that for my team. Seeing somebody else do it for me was like, all right, I'm ready to go now. So I was super pumped up. I was just so ready to go. And we were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We still didn't make it. It took us like three more tries, and we still didn't make it. And but our coach, luckily, the endurance coach. I think our coach bailed us out. Honestly, he said, "Hey Austin, uh, I I need you to. I need you. To get coach, coach, uh, main, the head coach needs you down in the other gym." He's like, "Are you sure? Because I cannot." Yeah, he was from um, where was he from? He was from I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Remember. He was from somewhere down south, and he was like, he had that Texas. A- no, he like was the Alabama. He <laughs> was from Alabama, and he was like, he would be like, he'd be like. Are you sure that you don't need me to stay here? Because I can make these boys run a couple hundred more times. He's like, no, you're good, Austin. I I, I got it from here, and I, I, I'll i deal with it. He walked up to us, and he said, if you guys can't make it in the next three, you're done. We had done, like, 12 sets at this point. I, mean, I was so exhausted, too. I was
0: so exhausted. like Just for me, like, from yelling, yeah, uh, trying to get these public school kids to actually run it was, the it was the worst thing ever. But but, but here's the thing, I just, like, when I was back in Louisville, Kentucky, like, I wasn't, like, the guy who was, like, very outspoken, because there was always these high school players. I was just the middle school kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, so I'm I'm not going to be yelling at you uh, doing something, because I'm going to get something coming right back at me, but and then and just me just being a homeschooler coming into public school for the first time like yeah. i wanted to make a statement i'm yeah. like you're not going to mess with me <laughs> yeah
1: and he he definitely made a statement uh he showed up on the he showed up to the 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 tryouts and uh, he really made a difference for the team and honestly i didn't i don't think i've told you this but after that i knew you probably weren't going to make the team as a player uh, just because i knew the guys and i knew the coach and what was going on and uh right after i got out i thought it out and i was like That kid though, we need him. We need him on the team. Maybe not as a player, but we need him on the team. So I was like, how can I get him to be on the team? And God just like put it on my heart, and I was like, I want him to be the manager. And I I was I prayed about it that night, and then I came to school. Then I came to the school the next day for practice, and I was gonna I was literally walking up to coach to tell to tell him that you were I wanted you to be the manager, and he was like, and everybody Jonathan Bearden will be our manager, and I was like. I was so happy. I had, and I was like, dude, that was so cool. I was like, my mom was like, really? And I was like, yeah. He, he made him the manager before I even said anything she's like that must have been a real God thing I was like it really was that was and, so cool I mean to be
0: honest it's a real God thing when, when you actually look back back on it yeah. to two something years ago like I know I was some probably like the greatest basketball player in the world I mean I'm still better than Tyler Conley for <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah, I just remember this one time I think it was like after it was like before the game it was me and Tyler going against each other I spanked his butt so bad it was like it was like twenty to six or something. <laughs> it was like, hey, at least I can be the other team manager pretty pretty good. Absolutely. It least, least. But it's like yeah, and you just actually look back on it. I mean, like for what I'm doing now with my podcast, if I like didn't realize, oh, I actually can motivate people into yeah. some in like in some sort of way in fashion I mean it's probably good not to yell at girls like I I, 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 <laughs> I know I'm like I'm not gonna be motivating girls by yelling at them like yeah. that's not gonna be the way to go but with, with, with boys is just like yeah. it's a totally different thing because you know in our culture these days it's like we want to make it easy yeah we we, we don't want no to has work that hard yeah we, no one we has don't want to work hard for what we're doing but no hard work will pay off over time always <laughs> always Always. It's not here's the thing. If it's given to given to you, you don't earn it. You,
1: you no. didn't earn it at all. And, and it then, doesn't feel gratifying and you don't feel like you don't feel as um accomplished. You feel like you just you kind of it's it's kinda like it's kinda like instead of uh it's 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 almost like instead of getting a job, somebody just gave you the job. That's great and you're still getting paid. But when you are given a job, the difference is, at least for me, I always feel like I need to work that much harder because I need to prove to them that they didn't just give me this job for for, like without an interview or anything Uh without me like showing my worth, you know what I'm saying? And so Mm -hmm. in my work, that's why I feel like I have even not necessarily pressure, but more of a drive to work harder. When you go into an interview and you've earned it, you still want to work just as hard, but you feel more accomplished in getting that interview because you know, that person trusts you, you know, that person saw something in you and that makes you in a sense, actually you almost want to work harder when you've been right. given that when you've been given that gratification an opportunity like when the opportunity
0: comes to you like mm-hmm. it's 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 an opportunity that will help you and mold you to become more like Christ every day. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's like that's our goal. Every day is that we we are striving to become more like Christ, but also at the same time we need to do hard things at the same time. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. At the same time too, because it's like it's like these days it's like oh yeah we just want to be on our phones you know just checking out what everyone is doing with their lives or we just um just don't want to. Uh, just work hard and, and you know, that's kind of like the next thing I was gonna kind of ask you like How like how how were you kind of like raised in your family, you know to take upon opportunities? And uh, yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. So
1: for my family the way we would take or at least how I've been taught is always if there's an opportunity in front of you take it if it's a good opportunity take it and I was always taught to work hard for everything I have so mm-hmm. Always, um, I, I grew up in Florida. Um, I moved to I moved to Washington five years ago, I believe. And and this is a coincidence because we're both from. Florida. We are both from Florida, <laughs> so that was really cool to meet somebody else from Florida uh, who had drive like that. And um, when I uh, when I was young, my parents would always tell me uh, I couldn't get a phone until I could pay for it, which I which I have. <laughs> I could not any toys at once. I hit I think like eight. They said any toys you want. We will not buy for you unless unless it's your birthday or Christmas. And if you want something outside of those two days, you need to go. I mean, of course they like gave me gifts and like good parents. Like they, they can't they can't not do that. But like most of the time they always asked me, they were like, they would always mm-hmm. tell me Anything else you want, you need to go and work hard for. So when I was little, I would I had a yard uh, raking business that I would do, and I I always had money. Like as a little kid, I always uh-huh. had money, and um I always worked hard for everything I had. So that I I was always taught to if you want something, work hard for it and give it your all always. So
0: yeah yeah yeah, and and like also too like with with my family, it's like. Um, we, you know, have you heard of Dave, Dave Ramsey? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. And you know, he talked about this money thing and, you know, these books mm-hmm. and all of that. And so our family started to create a system that you will get $7 a week and you can use it and you like, you can give, you can save, you can spend on like ho- however you want. But that's like, we we're doing chores around the house mm-hmm. and all of that. And that was really good because, you know, I mean, I kind of built a tradition it's kind of bad in some sort of the way that I would get movies, you know, like okay. Marvel movies. Like, yeah. it'll, I'll build my own Blu-ray collection. I mean, that's pretty bad now because now that we have Disney Plus, it's seven bucks a month. I mean, that's better than, than buying, a, than buying a, a DVD because I, like, I don't watch the DVDs anymore. So, Jonathan, what were you thinking oh, right yeah.
1: there? <laughs> you know, yeah. type of the thing. So Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm actually an artist in the area. I do music. Um, I usually I, I, do, uh, I do I do I um, do I do a lot of as cheesy as it sounds a lot a lot, a lot of love songs. <laughs> I, do, uh, I do majority love songs. Yeah, but um, I don't. I I like to tell a story in my music. If I, I write, produce, and sing everything right. that I do. Um, I, I I've always worked especially hard on. Um, writing because it's something that I love to do uh it's something that's so freeing I don't know why but I um I wrote this paper recently for college uh because they asked you what you wanted to go into and in order Mm -hmm. to do that you had to write a paper about Mm -hmm. and just to see if you would still want to do it after you've researched it and it honestly made me want to do it even more um it was just very cool to be able to express myself on how and why I love doing music Mm. um I was, I I have uh, decided not to play basketball anymore because I want to pursue music. Like as a, like a profession, I want to pursue music, not basketball. Like I used to, and I want to do music because I felt called to do it. Um,
0: Right. And that's like basically the same thing with me, you know, like for the longest time, I I remember at this basketball camp, there was this guy, he used to play for the Bulls, like with Michael Jordan and all that. He has rings and everything. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and all of that. And he basically said, like, who any of you want to play in the pros one day? And and like I was one of those persons who raised my hands because yeah. you know, I wanted to be in the pros. I mean, but Not anymore hands. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. But it's like I know I knew I wanted to be great at basketball, but just kind of that shit, you know, like me like motivating other other people and all that and me it it's like it was humbling in, yeah. in 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 a lot of ways. But it kinda helped me shift from my mindset, oh, I wanna be a really good basketball player to uh doing what god wants me to do it's yeah. it's it's way more satisfying in, in, in kind of the way when you do that and all that so um i wanted to ask you do, do you have a song that that you uh liked or I anything do, that you want to share
1: i do uh i have a story about one of the songs that i've written uh not too long ago it was probably it was probably about i guess it was like half a year ago right it was like six months ago uh ish and um I was in a town called Vantage. Our buddy owns the town. It's like it's over the mountains towards like Spok- mm-hmm. like towards Spokane in Idaho, um, but it's like right before you get even near that. Yeah. But it's in the desert though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about I don't know like four or five hours from here. Okay, and it's a really cool little town. Like it's in the middle of nowhere like (laughs) truly in the middle of nowhere and that's where i got the idea from the song because my sister stepped out of the car and the first thing she said is this place is in the middle of nowhere and i was like (laughs) that is such a good title for a song about this place Uh and i was like i don't know how i'm gonna fit it in but i'm gonna make that the title so i wrote a song called nowhere for this town vantage um at the time i was kind of in an very, I was I was in a more angry, uh, dysfunctional place with myself. Um, I just I didn't like I didn't like where I was. I didn't like who I was, and at that time, mm-hmm. um, I, I God was not even on my mind in the slightest. Yeah, in a lot of ways, I just kind of like blocked that out. And um, I remember I was just all kinds of out of whack. But I remember in those few days, even though I still felt off, I remember that. Um, when I was writing music, that was the thing that God drew out of me. All those lyrics, uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't feel like I made that song by the end of right. it, because I wrote, I wrote it, um, I wrote it, I wrote it for the town. And I remember at the end, the owner of the town, his name is Brian. Uh, he walked up to me and he said, he said, after listening to it, he was like, dude, this is amazing. Like you're, that was incredible. You did this, and I did it all on my iPhone while I was there. Wow. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I did it on my earbuds and my iPhone." He was like, "Dude, this is amazing! This is so cool!" And I was like, "Thank you, but y- when you make something, usually you want to take credit for it because you- it's like your baby. That's like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, that's awesome! I-, I, I mean, thank you so much. I put a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any of that. I didn't even, I didn't even want to take credit for that. Uh-huh. I-, I-, I felt like I wanted to like almost reject it in a way, and I, I just." Because you didn't think you deserved it. I didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve it. And I was like, I can't take this. Just in a sense, I was just, I didn't say this, but I was like, I just said, thank you so much. It it means a lot. But I was like, I just, I was like, I don't want this. Take it, take the song. I don't want this song. And now I look back on that song and it's such a, it's such a pretty song. I really, really do. And I did enjoy writing it and I did enjoy the experience while I was there and everything I loved. I loved that song, but it, it truly for the first time showed me what, God really called me to do Uh and I wasn't that great then and I'm still working very hard now to improve my voice and my lyric my my writing and um especially my playing I'm taking music theory in college right now but um and my knowledge in general but that was the first time I remember being like drawn like that that drew something out of me Uh that truly made me feel like good about what I was doing right and and it, it was it wasn't something that I almost wanted it was something god called me to do which was really cool and then from then on music just kept being that thing Uh that really let me express myself in a way that nothing else really could and Uh it it was able to help me like the podcast says build people up through my music and and really show them love or compassion in my music yeah but
0: the the thing about music, I think for me in a lot of ways it connects for what I'm going through or mm-hmm. what what yeah. I'm struggling with. Like sometimes, I in you know like you know like Jeremy Camp, uh, he's like one of the major Chris, Christian artists. Like yeah. he he lost his first wife to cancer, mm-hmm. and like a couple of days later, like he was struggling to believe. Like you know he was struggling like to believe, and he wrote a song called "I Still Believe." In ten minutes, mm-hmm. you never, you never know how God is going to inspire you in ten minutes or one minute or yeah. wh- whatever. Like He's gonna, He's gonna, He's gonna put something into your heart and like t- try to help you inspire others for Christ. Like we're not, Absolutely. we're not trying to inspire others to make us want, want to follow us. We want people to follow us because we're following Christ. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, it's like, for me, like I always thought about sometimes, you know, like I know I want to be a motivational speaker, you know, I want to be at a conference, you know, when they're 20, 30, how however many people are there. I'm like, I'm not there for the intention or just trying to be the, be the famous guy, you know, all all there and all that, because I just firmly believe we need to do, we need to do better than what we're doing right now in in our relationships with people, in, in our walk with God, because today, more than now than ever, People need Jesus. Mm. <laughs> they really need Jesus, and and to be honest, I believe the next generation, our generation, are the ones that that can do it. I I,
1: I really believe if we can work hard, we can outwork other people. Absolutely. We, and there's there's a saying that my family has. It's our family saying is, um, "Cream rises to the top." So if you keep doing the right thing, and you keep pushing, and you keep working hard, and you keep doing all the right things, to you, eventually someone's gonna see that, and you will rise to that next position and then that next position and God will keep drawing mm-hmm. you up higher yeah. um, but again like you said it's not you don't want people to follow you because of you you want them to follow you because you follow God mm-hmm. and in the end you want to show them God's love through what you're doing like what you're doing for your podcast what I want to do through my music mm-hmm. um, it's, just, it's just really cool and then the other reason I love to do music is because I thought about it right because I was thinking when I thought about like not doing basketball really anymore. I still do it for fun, of course, but like not as like so serious. Uh-huh. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, I closed my eyes and I thought about in 30 years from now, right, I'm sitting on a porch and I have my like grandkids running or like whatever in the yard, I have my kids in the yard, whatever. Right. And I'm like, would I want to see, would I, would I be happy with my wife and my kids me just playing on the guitar and like singing them songs right. and knowing that's what I've done and I've like expressed myself to people and that I can express myself in that way. Would I be happy with that? And I couldn't be happier in that moment. And I was just like, I can do this. Yeah. And
0: like also too, like for the longest time, you know, when I was thinking about doing basketball and all that, I'm like, does this really matter? Yeah. You know, like I know I like the game of basketball. I love playing it. So like, I don't play as much anymore, but it's like, at the same time, I'm like thinking, what do I want that would like truly, like truly matter? Mm-hmm. And that's the gospel. That's something that truly matters. Mm-hmm. This is like my podcast and all this. This is something that truly matters mm-hmm. because it's focused on eternity and not on earthly things because yeah. the earthly things, they're all going to pass away. Yeah. But I, I just wanted to be a person who people look up to that's doing something that really matters yeah. and, and not doing something that really doesn't absolutely yeah and, 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 you know there was this one time in public school and there was frustration with my whole implant stuff like and mm-hmm. all that was yeah. going through the frustration and i remember like i was just in there with the audiologist and my mom and i was just bawling yeah, yeah crying. Like, I'm not afraid to cry. Okay? I'm a guy. I'm not afraid to cry. Uh, Even though there are some people out here who think crying is just the dumbest thing in the world. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, you know, I was just sitting there and crying. And the principal, who I... uh, At the Cavalero at the time, I have a really high respect for him. Yeah. And all that. And he respected me a whole lot because he really believed in me and what I was doing uh, at the school and all that. And he he like... Uh, he saw me crying and all that and then he like left the room and went to his office and got this like little plaque thing and he like gave it to me and uh he gave it to me and and all that and you know you want to guess what it said on there what it said
1: don't ever ever give up nice that's (laughs) dope that's really cool dude that's that's one of those things that like god brings the right people into your life at the right moment thank and 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 it's just so cool to see that it's uh-huh. just so cool to see
0: or it, experience it really was like it it's like this happened at the right time because you know like, I was, I was homeschooled, you know, and all that. And then I went to public school. Like, it was kind of a transition period for me to kind of figure out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and all that. And you knew the right kind of people who would be there. Because, to be honest, at Cavalero, I was kind of, like, at my high. Like, this was, like, a, a really high. And then I just went through some struggles, you mm-hmm. know, letting go of basketball. I have some other things in my personal life I was yeah. just really struggling with and all that. And, like and to be honest like people at the high school there wasn't really there who was like my friend yeah
1: yeah, you
0: you know they just I was just I was just there to talk with them because I need someone to talk with like you know it's like those relationships don't really truly matter in all in all that and um hi mom thanks for hijacking
1: don't even worry about it here real quick um, keep talking i want to i want to check to make sure the last thing
0: I'm um anyway so it's just like it really was like a rough time you know it it, it really helped me bring closer to god and all of that and and to be honest like it, it was worth it it was worth switching you know i know yeah, there are yeah. some people who are uh homeschooled and all that I'm like that's great that you're homeschooled and all that but you never know if, if the Lord will teach you to go into a place into a secular place to have an impact on people in that sort of kind of the way and um yeah and it really it, it really brought me closer to God through, through, through that way and all that and um and all of that so um another question I wanted to ask you was that um like, what are like some encouragement you want to like give to people? You know, uh, pers- like kind of pursuing their dreams. You know, it seems like it's impossible.
1: It does th-
0: yeah. uh, these days to pursue your dreams because there's a- it's in a competitive environment. It is and in-, in all of that. And us as Christians, like we're gonna have to work twice as hard because the- more people these days want something else besides mm-hmm. Christianity and-,
1: and all that. So, what's what's the encouragement you want to give? For me, encouragement that I would want to give people, um would be that even in your lowest low there's going to there is there is there you can you you can achieve it mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard no, yeah it's not gonna be easy nothing about what you love to do is gonna be easy the only easy part that's gonna be about it is that you love to do it and that's what will make it easier for you to do mm-hmm. but the only my, my words of advice would be that when you're at your lowest low go to God as much as it sounds yes. cheesy, as much as it's like, oh, everybody says that. Everybody, <laughs> my gosh, why would he – everybody says that. How come everybody says that? Why would they say go to God? Well, I'll tell you why. The reason I say that is because in my lowest of low moment, and I remember, I was not happy with – I was not happy. Oh. I had pride myself in being a being that cream that rises to the top. Uh and i was not being that person for a long time and i remember that i was just not happy i was angry i was um i was frustrated with myself and with others and i remember that um my friend she uh well well yeah no my friends my uh my partner's family she uh they told me they were like hey uh you should come to with us to this youth group called pursuit and i was like Okay, sure. Um, all right, but I had had a hard time um, with opening up to a youth group because I had been to one um, a long time ago before I started going to Pursuit. That was just truly something special. Like they just brought out like my spirit. Like that was mm-hmm. like I I I remember crying that night and being just so happy and so in the spirit. I remember like feeling this like overwhelming feeling. And I was like, dang, I can't find that at a lot of places. I don't know where that, I don't know how to refine that place. Who's calling me right now? <laughs> and
0: um, Someone's calling us in the middle of an interview. That's and just great. I, <laughs> I, remember, um, I remember I
1: was like, I was like at that low point. Um, and I remember, let me check the dang live thing again. I'll explain more in a minute. Hold on. Because every time somebody calls me, okay, no, we're still good. We're still
0: alive. Okay, we're still live. Hey Capo,
1: what's up, bro? Um uh and I remember I remember um I remember just being in a low, low place. And uh-huh. then I went to this youth group Pursuit. Pursuit Youth. They're in Snohomish, if you wanna if you wanna check them out. Great demo <laughs> well let me let me explain a little bit more of the story and then I'll tell a little bit more about the church itself. Um I went to the youth group that night and it's a really awkward car ride there, and I was like, <laughs> "This is the weirdest thing." Right. Uh, but when I got there, I remember, um, I remember, kind of being like skeptical. I, of course, I'm going to come up to people. I'm an I'm an extroverted person. Mm-hmm. I always come up, and I'm like pretty out. I'm always outgoing with people. Uh huh. But the thing that really um, took me, like took me, and brought out my spirit was I remember sitting in uh, church that the the youth service that day, and I don't remember exactly what they were talking about. That kind of day was such a blur. It was so powerful. Um, And I even sat in the very, very back too. There wasn't that many people there. And it was supposed to be color war night. We wore the wrong stuff. Everything was just (laughs) so out of whack. And I remember sitting in the back. And he talked about giving your heart to Christ again. And he talked about a few things that just really touched me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think one of the things he talked about was that um what other people think doesn't define you it's the matter of what god thinks of you is what defines you yeah and i remember do i remember him talking about that and i remember that he was just like god's the thing that god's the only one that you need to love you Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if your spouse your best friends doesn't matter in that sense it's yeah what god thinks of you if god loves Uh you and you're doing right by god that's what matters Uh huh. and i know and i knew in that moment that like the holy spirit just came upon me and i was like I just started crying and I was like this is I've never I've never had this since that day and then I had it again that Mm -hmm. day and I was like I don't want to lose this and I was like and I gave my heart to Christ again that day and I remember walking up that that uh at that that uh after he talked and um I stood in front of this I stood in front of everybody and they're like is that does anybody want to come up and say something and a few people came up and I was really nervous but I was like I'm going to come up and say something. I remember walking past everybody, people that are like my friends now at the youth group that are super cool. Shout out, Stephanie. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Stephanie. Uh, Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, uh, Monzie. Um, I remember a uh, few different people I remember walking past. Tyler probably was there too. Everybody's right there. Olivia. Um, right. And I walk up to the front and I just remember being like, isn't God amazing? Like seriously though. And I was like, no, seriously, isn't God amazing? Like I have not, I I, I was just like, I've not felt like this in so long. Like I, I, it feels like the Holy Spirit is just in this room. And I was just like pouring my heart out to these people. And I was just like, it's just so awesome. And then I was like, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And I said, whatever I said. And then I gave the mic back and I went and sat back down in my seat. And I remember just being at such a higher place since that day. And then Uh every day, every time I went to youth group, every time, I thought about that I would just I would try and raise myself higher and higher and higher and I remember the day that I truly decided to make the full change and like they always say I never understood it really Mm -hmm. how they say God Jesus changes everything right changes everything he changes everything talk everything he changes everything everything and I never really understood I was like changes everything okay whatever in my head I always was like okay sure (laughs) I mean yeah Deli changes everything such a know-it-all right whatever (laughs) and so i I remember that day though and i remember the day i was at a gate i was i was practicing um with my team and we were doing runs i was doing really well and this one kid um he walked up to me and he said he said um I said, get in my face, get in my face, guard me, guard me. Cause he would always mess with me and he would never let me, he would, he would, <laughs> he, would he would never really do that well or never really guard me. And he would always just piss he would piss me off. And I was like, he'd come up and I was like, you know what? I was like, he's, he's, I said, what'd he say? He said, um, he said the f word. He was like, "F you, Nick," and I said, "F you." And he was like, and then everybody was like, "Oh, damn!" And I stood up to him, which was a good thing for me. I shouldn't have done it in that way, and I and I, I'll get I'll get around to that later. But I stood up to him, and that was something that I really needed to do for myself. Mm. Um, but I shouldn't have done it that way. And um, when I got off the court later that night, I remember thinking something that I always like people always say, like I just so many things that people had always said for so many years, never really clicked with me until like after I was re like reintroduced to Christ that, that that youth group that day. And I remember sitting there and I was thinking, I was like, you said that in front of all these people and you want to be a leader to these people. Would you want to lead in that way? No, lead in that way. And I was like, no, I wouldn't want to lead in that way. And then another thing I thought about was, um, there was someone in my life, there's someone in my life that I cherish very much and I love so much, um, mm-hmm. honestly. And I remember, I remember thinking about that person and I was like, and I thought to myself, I don't want to be that person for them. I want to be better than that. And mm-hmm. That day truly completely changed my mindset and how mm-hmm. I wanted to go about things. I stopped swearing. I um, to be really, honest, I never heard you swear. I know, you know, I know you probably didn't, but I did, and it was usually on the court uh, uh-huh. or or just to the guys, and um and I just was like, I just, uh huh, I just, I, I, I cut it out entirely that day, and after that day, I I have not um, gone back to those ways or would ever want to go back to those ways because God has shown me so much love in this time that everybody says is like the worst time of their life. Right. I, I thought about it the other day and I was like, there's been some really hard times in my life where I felt really alone. Uh-huh. Um, like, there, yeah. like no one really cared. But when I, I remember during this, during the 2020 season, I just remember being like, honestly, I felt the most love and the most cared about and the most um, energized just because of uh-huh. how, what that experience with Christ and then the people he put in my life mm-hmm. in, in that time, and I just remember being like overwhelmed with how much love he had given me, and um, it was just really awesome. So I, I, like in that time, I felt the most love in my life probably, and um, I express that to people all the time just because it's it, it's something that I feel like people miss. They they miss when mm-hmm. God puts those people in
0: your life. And, and the cool thing about it, you know, like. I know both of us kind of talked about like the struggles that we went through through in our teenage years, yeah, and all that. But the thing is that God is always going to bring us back up. Amen. Yeah, He's always going to shape us into who He wants us to be and what He wants us to pursue in our ways. So I'm like, the thing is, don't neglect your teenage years. No, don't. No, don't neglect your don't. teenage years. No. Like those are like could be some of the most defining parts of your life because that that's going to set you off to what you're going to do one day. Mm-hmm. And the time is now. Yep. It's time. The time's now people. Absolutely. So, yeah, so that's, that's really cool. And, and I appreciate that. And, and I was, 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 was just uh, headed off with this, that Jesus does change everything Yep. Absolutely. In, 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 a lot of way, in a lot of ways in my life, in your life and yeah. how he brought us together. Because I remember, um, like, just being your family and all and, uh no, uh what was it? It was October, I think it was October of last year. Mm-hmm. And I had not put my podcast up. Yeah, yeah. And and all that. Like I was really struggling. Like like I I'm not I wasn't for sure if I wanted to do this or not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, this is what God calls me to do. And all that. And your dad came to me uh and in the middle of my work mm-hmm. and, and we kind of talked for a little bit longer than we should but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay that's okay but anyways like i kind of t- i kind of told him you know like um like i wanted to start like a christian podcast like a ministry and all that one day yeah and all that and he said go for it man <laughs> you, know, you know type of thing like and i just knew right then like for that specific moment, for that specific day, God knew that mm-hmm. He needed to bring somebody into in the middle of my work yeah. and say, "Get your podcast up right now!" <laughs> yeah, you know, type yeah. of thing. And I did my first podcast. Uh, I think it was that that next Monday. Yeah, because I had everything. I was just like struggling to put it there. I'm like, for all those people who are struggling. Uh just changed everything, mm-hmm. and he's gonna he's gonna put people in your life to help you build you up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in, in in ways that you will never imagine. So, and I, and uh, I want to say thank you for coming on here. Absolutely. And uh and
1: and people, don't forget to build people up. Real quick, mm-hmm. real quick, I want to say I want to say one last thing because you asked me about words of encouragement and I didn't really. Give a word of encouragement. <laughs> now, the one thing I'll say about words of encouragement to people watching and to the people on the podcast right now, no matter what you've done and no matter what you do, God will never forsake you. Mm-hmm. Period. He will always be next to you. He loves you more than anything in e- ever, pretty much. Uh, not pretty much. He loves you more than anything. <laughs> and He's all in. He's all in. <laughs> absolutely. And the thing I will say about that is. No matter what you've done who you are god will never forsake you and
0: it's just uh... he's he's always going to turn into something good yeah because you know the enemy wants you to do bad things or wants you to make you feel like you're undeserving and all that because we we you know we don't deserve uh, uh we deserve that we yep. ultimately deserve uh punishment and all that but you know god sent jesus in mm-hmm. in into the world you know and say hey um that I love you so much and I sent my son to die for you and he rose again three days later, Mm -hmm. just showing that he has the power to do that so it's it's pretty amazing yeah. and and here's the thing god's going to move mountains for you Amen. you know and, and 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 i was thinking of this uh song uh do it again by elevation worship uh i know some of their stuff and, and it's a little bit questionable with theology and all that but uh one of the words says i see you move you move the mountains and i believe you'll see it I'll see you Let you do it again because you made a way when there was no way but the thing is he made the way mm-hmm. and um yeah and he changes everything so yeah
1: <laughs> I actually wrote a song recently uh, a lullaby called um uh moving mountains mm-hmm. or it's, it's similar to that uh it goes uh it goes well, originally I was writing it for like an actual song, so the beginning goes: Words in my head, mixed with pencil lead, help me define the way I feel, and mm-hmm. it's so surreal when, in the early morning light, underneath the pipe smoke sky, heaven's trumpets play and they sing this lullaby. Mm-hmm. A mountain waits for the sound of the ocean's breeze. Hoping for a whisper of this song I sing so sweet. And for the words this mountain heard, it moved to the sea. The same song I sing to you, my darling. That's how <laughs> one day I know you'll move mountains. And I wrote that song as, uh, from, uh, my aunt um amars if you're watching uh she uh she told me once um she said uh with the person that i talked about earlier she was like if you if you two together and in god are gonna move mountains and i wrote that song based on that and because I love kids, I wanted to make it a lullaby. Because I never had a lullaby to sing to mm-hmm. kids when they're about to fall asleep. So yeah, uh, when you said move mountains, it just it's it just struck me. That was like really cool. I don't know, just yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, ultimately, God's gonna move mountains when you yeah.
0: least expect it to Absolutely. happen, and all of that. So yeah. So thank you, Nick. Thank for- you, man. Thank <laughs> you for having me on. This has been awesome. I know it's been awesome. We're like in here for forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of expected this to happen, you know, yeah. and we went on and I think this went better than I thought it was going to go. So thank you everyone for watching. Uh, make sure to check me out on YouTube if yeah. you're uh, on the live stream and uh, go follow Nick on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Uh, Young underscore Des uh, 23.
1: Uh, uh,
0: go go follow him on there. Go follow me on, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Yes, sir. See so ya. Yeah. Thank you.